What's going on, everybody? I'm Johnny Brook. Welcome to episode number 37 of the Crafted Podcast. Podcast all about making stuff by hand, woodworking, metalworking, leather, electronics, and more. We put out new episodes every Thursday on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, pretty much everywhere podcasts are available. And we also live stream every Wednesday night and have just started live streaming on YouTube. So if you want to check us out there, we have a Crafted Podcast channel there on YouTube where we're going to be live streaming. You guys can chat with us, interact with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. So I'll have a link to subscribe to our new channel in the show notes if you want to check that out. Uh, the show notes live on our website at craftedpodcast.com. And last, give us a follow on social media at Crafted Podcast. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we love to answer questions from Twitter. If you guys tag us in your Instagram posts, we will repost your listener projects. And uh, that's a great way to connect with us. So uh, let's go ahead and introduce our co hosts. I've got James Wright from Wood by Wright. What is going on, James? I've got lots going on right now. Thank you so much for asking. <laughs> and I've got Zach Herberholz from GH Fabrications. What is going on, Zach? Not much. How's it going? Actually, a lot's Good. going on. It's just kind of a canned response. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, excited to be streaming here on YouTube. This is going to be, I think, a good new spot for us. Obviously, we're all on YouTube already. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's good stuff. See, we already got a couple people in our live chat. Justin from Make, Build, Modify, who is our top patron of the week. Thank you, Justin. Uh, he is always nice and supportive. So good to see some people already hopping on. Again, we'll have a link to our YouTube channel in the show notes, also on all of our social media accounts. If you guys want to get subscribed there and live chat with us every Wednesday night. So I guess let's go ahead and dive into what we've been working on. Uh, James, you want to kick us off? Well, I, I feel like the bench is becoming my new dresser because I'm working <laughs> on the bench and I'm going to be working on the bench for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it won't it won't take that long i'll probably have well the bench is is built and gluing right now actually about an hour or so ago i did the actual assembly of the bench so it's nice. standing up right now uh, which is it, it is it is um incredibly heavy um i'm guessing right now without the vices it is somewhere around 350 Jesus. Uh, so it's and it's only five foot long, so it's it's a beast. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So once I put the vices on, it will it will probably be at least four hundred pounds. That's awesome. Man. Yeah, the the top is just so hefty. I mean, that was uh yeah. I was shocked when I saw like kind of the first video in the series and just how beefy that top is. And I mean, obviously that walnut on the front I think makes it look even beefier, but uh that thing yeah. that thing's looking awesome, man. Well, there, there's almost as much material in the legs as there is in the top. I'm like four boards short um total. Wow. So man. it is uh, yeah, it's it's a beast, and I mean it's it is a. I'm loving how it's actually coming together because it's it's kind of one of those things that I haven't seen anyone put Rubo legs on a um, on a Nicholson style skirt. In other words, you have a Nicholson style skirt, but I want the legs to come out flush with the front face. Yeah, but still be tenoned up through the the top of the bench. So the leg is stepped in that one step sits underneath the skirt and one step step sits underneath the top. And then another step goes all the way up through the bench. So it's a, it is going to be extremely sturdy um, having that skirt on there as well as having the Rubo joinery up into the top. 
uh, it's, <laughs> I'm loving it. This thing is, is just, it's phenomenal. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's exciting stuff. So when, I mean, do you estimate when you're going to be done with it? Well, I'll probably have the bench up and functioning by this time next week. Um, I'll have probably one of the three vices on there. I haven't gotten material for the two leg vices. Um, I have a, a friend who might be giving me a couple um, chops of cherry, which would be incredible. Uh, he's the, the same guy who gave me the cherry for my uh, the newer leg on my old bench. Nice. Um, but I probably wouldn't be getting those until early August. So that, that could be well, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I'm, I'm in the middle of redoing my shop. Um, so I got the, the lumber storage up last week and now I'm kind of in the, the middle of building the backdrop for, um, for all of this. So I'm hoping that, um, not this next week, but the weekend, the week after that, I'll have everything set up so I can actually start shooting in the new location. So I'll actually have a studio set up for the woodworking. Nice. I think that's that's another um, kind of cool benefit for hand tools um, because I'm not moving around from item to item to item. I mean, most all my work is within a, like a four foot square area. Um, I can set up that studio around it, and I can have the lighting all set up and have the camera angle all set up. Yeah. Um, so it's it becomes it becomes more of a studio where I do woodworking as opposed to a woodworking shop where I shoot videos. Yeah, that is hugely advantageous because just trying to think of yeah. of doing that kind of thing in my shop like makes me want to cry because the <laughs> amount of crap I'd have to move around like every time I move from tool to tool would be yeah that's yeah. why that's that's why I've just tried to basically make my entire shop well lit enough to where it'll look fine on camera and yeah. uh, it's, I mean I'll have the I'll have all the LED indirect lighting I'll have four soft boxes um, yeah. I'll have several um, standard camera mount locations. And so it'll, it'll be, it'll be set up so I can, I can, I can do some fairly quick video work and uh, looking forward to that. That is awesome. That's sweet, man. That is exciting. I, I kind of want to set that kind of thing up just directly in front of my bench, just so I can do more kind of talking segments there and and that kind of thing. You know, it, it would, I think enhance the quality, uh, but again, the rest of my shop wouldn't have it. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah, I can only so. imagine moving around all the, all the Dude. tools. And I mean, you gotta yeah. be constantly moving the camera. Yeah. I don't know how like Mark Spagnuolo does it. Cause he, I think he moves around his softbox like for most yeah. of the shots, it seems like. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. Crazy. It would almost make me want to get a full ceiling mounted camera rig where it can roll and back and forth. Like uh, yeah. John Heiss has. Yeah. If I didn't have a drop ceiling, I'd be, uh, be all about that. <laughs> I'd be like it. It'd be like at a six foot ceiling. I think once I added the camera, then yes. uh, it'd yeah, actually wouldn't... be easy for me. I just have to mount it to my garage door and then just open it. So yeah, there you go. Install, dude. There you go. There's your slider, man. You don't need to spend you know two thousand bucks on a fancy motorized slider. You just mount it to the garage door. I would never spend two thousand bucks on a fancy. Mo- I would never spend two thousand <laughs> camera equipment. <laughs> Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's it's good for some people, but uh, yeah. to me, I anything that I add to my camera rig is to make it more easy to use. I, yeah. I, I just don't care to get that fancy. But uh, that's yeah, just speaking me. of that, I actually just went unplugged with my microphone. I feel oh, so wow. I technolog- I got the uh, the the Rode Link. Yeah. Um, it, it's kind of a, a, a microphone that's designed for this work, mm-hmm. um, a little bit more rugged, 
Um, but uh, it's it's a nice system and fairly yeah. flexible. So yeah, that, I, I, I like the way it fits on. It works on top of the camera. It doesn't look like a like a mic pack up there. It looks like you know something that was designed to go on top of a DSLR. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's the I guess the same or or similar. Like I have the Sennheiser AVX, and they're mm-hmm. both kind of the similar. You know, just pair instantly kind of designed for yeah. one dude standing in front of the camera, and uh, it works really well. Well, that and I can also put uh, I can I can get multiple mic packs and have them on the one receiver. Mm. So I could do uh, you know interviews. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. That that so I was in Nashville last week and kind of ran into that trouble. Brad uh, from Fix This Build That and I did a collaboration, <laughs> and we got to like filming the intro and outro, and we were like, "Oh, how how are we going to do this?" Because we both just had lavalier mics, and you know it's a yeah. pretty echoey, tall ceiling garage. And uh, anyway, so we had to do a bit of a workaround, but we we got it to work. We basically just had to each record. Uh, during each of our intros and outros and we're using the audio files from each other's videos to like add you know the other person's audio to our to our video so it oh yeah a bit of work but uh (laughs) not that difficult but uh i mean i I guess i guess that leads me into what i've been working on so i've been in nashville for the past week uh visiting a buddy of mine grant batson who was the guest last week also working with brad from fix this build that so uh worked in brad's shop for a couple days built this kind of scrap wood wall art uh thing that i'm really happy with the way it turned out actually it's just a hard maple and walnut scraps that I'd kind of had accumulating and uh, just kind of a like 28 by probably 36 piece of wall art really kind of striking. And I'm, I'm excited to put that one out. That'll be out in a couple of weeks. I like the kind of uh, strip design is. Yeah. Yeah. Really simple. Uh, you know, obviously very quick to build. I think I built it in like, you know, four hours, but I think the result was nice and you know, it's, it cost me nothing. It was a scrap piece of plywood for the back and scrap hardwood for the, for the actual art. So uh, that was, it was pretty nice. So that'll be out in a couple of weeks. And then uh, with Grant, I worked in his shop on these modern uh, bar stools that I literally put out in the video about an hour before we started here. So um, yeah, it, uh, those I'm really happy with the way they turned out. I've needed some kind of, they're not really bar stools in our house. We just have kind of a countertop. I don't know. I don't know what you'd call it. A peninsula. It's not an Island. It's like attached to the rest of our countertop, but it just <laughs> kind of juts out. Um, but it'd be a great place to like sit and eat breakfast or like while I'm cooking, like my wife could sit there and talk to me. Yeah. Um, so that was like something she had been wanting and uh, thought this was a good opportunity for it. And so use some of that air dried walnut I have and, Really happy with the way it came together. It's actually the first chair besides like an Adirondack chair that I've ever actually finished. So um, that uh, I still have those other arts and crafts one in the works. But uh, yeah, so really happy with the way that came out. It's always interesting working in other people's shops. Um, so Grant uh, is, you know, he's a pipe maker and his brother, Corey, who he shares uh, like huge shop space with probably like 80 by 40 shop his brother's a guitar maker so uh their shop is not set up for furniture making at all it's you know guitar making is super super fine detail um you know very small pieces and and so is pipe making so 
you know, trying to mill up large pieces of lumber and it was just, uh, it was very different, but, um, I'm really happy with the way the pieces came out and, you know, it, it makes me appreciate my shop, honestly, when I go to other people's shops, you know, cause mine is so set up for this type of stuff that I do. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, I, I think I take my shop for granted sometimes. I don't know that I've ever been in a shop that I've liked less than my own shop. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your shop does seem pretty tight. It's, it's, uh, it's, I have like right now at this very point, like, <clears throat> can I segue into what I've been doing? Go for it, man. Yeah, I, I think I'm done. Um, so like right now, I have work backed up and I have that desk. I have been at a standstill for like a week and a half right now. Um, just, I mean, I only have, I have the pictures on my Instagram. I only have like maybe three, four days of work into the whole desk so far, big days, but I'm like, man, I'm going to have this whole thing done in a week. And it's been sitting with nothing done to it for a week and a half. Cause I'm waiting for materials. I had a tool that was sent to me that I needed to do the top. And it was DOA when I got to my door, it just didn't work. Brand Ooh. new tool, open it out of the box, plug it in, nothing. No fun. So, which I mean, that happens. I don't, you know, it's just part of that's going to happen eventually. But so I have to wait for that. And then like I'm ordering up a bunch of ash for the top and they sent the wrong wood. So I have to wait another three days for that. And it's just been like, it's been a week and a half and I'm like, I can't, I can't do any work cause I I'm out of space. Um, actually to get my, to close my garage door, I have to flip my welding table upside down and put it on top of the desk I'm building just so that I can fit <laughs> everything in my garage to shut the door. And I have another table that I promised I'd get down like within the first 10 days of July. And I can't start on it because I don't have the room. So I'm like, <laughs> and like every day I can't do any work. I can't, it, it's a weird conundrum. Cause I'm like, I'm waiting for the materials to finish the desk and I have a table that I need to build that I can't even start because there's just, I mean, as much as I would like to be able to do work on it, it's just completely impractical with this other build in the shop right now. So it's kind of just giving me a bunch of anxiety because I'm just kind of stuck inside on the computer for a week and it's, I'm feeling stir crazy. I mean, it's really, (laughs) it's, it's funny, but it's, it's not my, it's not my favorite thing, but yeah. the good news is that it gave me uh, gave me a chance to finally, I had no excuse to sit down and edit the video for the chairs that I finished yes. a month ago. So I put out my first YouTube video in probably almost two months. Um, <laughs> pretty much as a direct result of me not having any other excuse to not finish the video. <laughs> Cause if I would have had the material to work on the desk, I probably would have been out there and I wouldn't have done any editing. So it's kind of a, maybe a blessing in disguise. I don't know. I like yeah, all the well. comments on the video about, uh, why didn't you put cushions on it? Yeah. <laughs> My comment should be, why didn't you watch the whole video? <laughs> yeah. Well, I wanted to showcase my yeah. work more than the cushions covering up my work. Um, but yeah, that was a really fun build. The video is actually doing really well, surprisingly. I thought I would have thought YouTube would have forgotten I was even a presence on their platform by now, but it seems to be doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, been uh, kind of just grinding my teeth at that desk, waiting for everything I need to arrive. Um, 
but I really love how that thing's coming along. I think it's going to be very cool. I got to test out some paint and I know it sounds terrible, but I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to be like red, like factory red, but oh, no, I think that'd be cool, dude. Yeah. I want it to, I want it to look like it was like came out of an old underground steam plant or something. Like I want it to look terrible and <laughs> it's going to be really cool. I'm looking forward to it. The really exciting news for me is I am actually going up to uh, New York to hang out with Jimmy Duresta at his place uh, later next week. That is awesome. Like three, four days or something like that. So um, that's really, really exciting for me. It's going to be fun. Yeah. So how did that come to, to happen? We talked quite a bit when we were in, in uh, Skiatook, Skiatook, Skiatook. Ski it, whatever. When we were in Oklahoma, we got to hang out a bit. And uh, we've just been kind of shooting messages back and forth since then. Um, I, I got a few cameos in one of his blogs that he put out about the event. And um, actually, I had somebody, another funny thing that happened is I had somebody up in New York that said that they watched my floating live edge shelf build video that I did a while back. And they own an art gallery up there in New York. And they said, Hey, uh, can you do a really big one for us? It's like, I can't remember how long, but it was like somewhere in the realm of like 18 feet long or something like that. (laughs) And, uh, for their art gallery. And I said, you know, I'd love to do that, but I think shipping one, finding an 18 foot slab or, you know, to match it, just getting that material in Florida is going to be impossible overpriced. And then for me to ship it to you would be astronomical. Um, but I have a friend who lives up in New York. Let me give you his contact information. So, uh, she got in touch with Jimmy. I haven't heard back whether that's going through or not, but I told him, I said, if it doesn't work out, let me know and I'll see it. Then I'll get, make them an offer on the build. So, uh, just just from communicating via text and stuff, um, came up and I said, "Hey man, if you're ever doing anything up in New York," and he said, "I might might have some friends up in a couple weeks." I said, "Sure, I'll come." So that's awesome, man. Yeah, sweet. So we just talked. Well, hi about everybody. We just talked about everything that we've been doing. So yeah, man. Right. So, so, uh, introduce perfect segue. Yeah, Mike Montgomery yeah, from perfect. the Modern Builds YouTube channel. For anybody who doesn't know. Uh, he's a lot bigger than all of us, so I assume you know about him. He's also like one five, third, one, six foot. Uh, yeah, that and that and followers. Uh, he's also one third of the Modern Maker podcast. So yeah, one of my favorite podcast. So yeah, man, welcome to the show. Yeah, third at best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, yeah. what you been working on? This week, I am building out the new shop. Uh, it's something I talked to you about on my podcast a couple of weeks when you were a guest, Johnny. But, uh, yep. but I moved into a new shop or a new house with a new shop. So this, the past couple of days, I've been building out the walls, running the electrical, doing all the things that come with that, uh, running lighting and stuff like that. So all pretty, stu- pretty cool stuff, pretty nerve-wracking stuff. <laughs> it's one of those things where, you know, nothing I'm doing electrical electrically is complicated at all but then again it's nothing i just don't want to set my shop on fire at any uh, point yeah. in the next couple of years so yeah so yeah i i did plenty of research online and all that but still something that in the back of your head you still got to be a little bit nervous about on your first time i think but aside from that 
I put out a couple videos recently on a new DIY LED framed mirror that went into a bathroom remodel that I did the week before. So a couple back-to-back contents in the same area, but and neither of them are really furniture related, which is normally what I tend to focus on. But I don't know. I'm just trying to keep things fresh here lately. Yeah. I got I wouldn't say I got bored of putting putting out furniture videos every week, but uh, I wanted a little <laughs> bit of a break from it. You know, uh, I'm working on furniture again, so that's not to say <laughs> that I don't enjoy it. But it was cool to kind of switch things up, get to do some stuff that was new. No, dude, yeah. I, I love the bathroom remodel. I've, I've been on the road. I haven't seen the uh, the mirror quite yet, but uh, the bathroom turned out awesome, dude. That, Thanks, uh, yeah. The mirror's not out. It'll be out probably by the okay. time the podcast is out. Gotcha. Okay, <laughs> I was like, did I miss that? Because I'm like, oh. It's yeah, that, that, podca- that or the podcasting insider tricks is talk, yes. talk about it. Talk to, about everything like it's two days later. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, seriously. Well, our delay is pretty short. Uh, oh, which that's true. Is, I forget. It's yeah. new for us. We it used to be like six days, and now it's like yeah. twelve hours. So yeah, you guys gotta be so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, no more future thinking because I remember, especially like we used to record like back to back episodes sometimes too. If we yeah. missed like a week <laughs> or whatever, so we're like, <laughs> yeah, what are we doing three weeks from now? <laughs> like, this is what I <laughs> hope to have done. Yeah, you guys put out so many videos that like I couldn't even yeah. keep it. It's easy for me because I'm like, uh, I think I, maybe next month I'll have another video out. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're Speaking on the Salamone schedule. Your 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 chair or your chair's video came out really really great. I watched that today. Looks awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I totally heeded your advice and snuck <laughs> Adirondack into the into the keyboards <laughs> up top. Yeah. And I think the whole Adirondack thing goes with the with the braces going horizontal at the base of the legs. It's kind of got yeah. that that kind of cutout that seems a little Adirondack a little bit, but yeah, yeah that came that was, out really that really was cool. Definitely not on my radar at all when it came to designing <laughs> that chair, but when it came to marketing the chair, I'm all about Adirondack chairs now. Awesome. Yeah, oh yeah. And then, uh, I, I don't want to be the guy that derails the conversation all the time. I feel like that's what I am on on Automega. <laughs> We get along great, though. Yeah. 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 Now we've got two guys That's doing that. Half our crew now derails us. But <laughs> I, love, I love on all those walnut slats, that slight chamfer you put on each of the slats. It's yeah. so subtle, but it looks so cool. I'm doing that yeah. on the uh, the next table I'm building. I saw you do that, and I'm, I'm going to implement that. Since really we cool. have video... Um, uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Are, are people going to be able to... When we actually release it on YouTube, is there going to be video yes. as well? Yeah. There is. Okay, so you'll be able to watch this for years to come. Watch watch myself, like what I do. Don't pick your nose. We have to remind (laughs) James not to just go crazy on chewing on (laughs) weird things. But so I have. This is great for the podcast listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Great content here. Yeah. Tell me that that. For the the industrial wall sconces, this is the first one I built. Does that yeah. not look like plywood? It does. Almost it's exactly. so tight. Yeah, is that is that, that what is you're pointing three out? Separate pieces of pine that are not chamfered. Oh, so, so when really you when you stick wood next to it, if you want it to look like paneling or something or I- individual boards, you have to do something to yeah. to break it up. Otherwise, I mean, I put this together. I'm like. Damn it! I just spent all this time <laughs> yeah. cutting all these boards, and then I glued them together, and it looks like a sheet of plywood. Yeah. yeah. So awesome! Yeah. For, I, I do that anytime I want that look. Um, I have the other one over there, but I don't want to move everything to grab it. But you, yeah, you guys have fine. seen the industrial the, the sconce video, right? Well, oh yeah. I'll just grab it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I but think, no, I think, I think it's funny. Has. 
I think it's funny that like you watch a video, you watch a 10 minute video and pretty much the takeaway is like this tiny hint that you see that no one even really points out really. But yeah. it's just like, oh, why am I not doing that? I'm doing that from now on. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah I think that's why I watch a ridiculous amount of YouTube videos is because it's just like you, those little things you pick up is how, like from Jimmy Duresta, I remember one time, I noticed he never took his tape measure off of his pocket. Yeah. And so instead of pulling it off his pocket and measuring, he would just pull out the tape from it being on his pants and then measure with that. And so then it just snap right back to his pants pocket. I'm like, dude, that is, that is like a game changing yeah. move right there. That is yeah. seriously. Yeah. It's amazing. So. If I talk, it'll bring this up in the big window so that our fans oh. can see this. Is, this is, I didn't put the light bulb in this one yet, but nice. See the chamfers on there actually breaks. Yeah, it makes up. a it huge makes difference. Break. Yeah. So that's where that's where that one just came about by not doing it once and realizing that <laughs> I needed to do something to break it up. Awesome. Nice. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, thanks for being on, man. We, uh, we've got a lot to talk with you about. Uh, I'm excited to kind of, cause I don't really know your backstory. Uh, I don't yeah. think, I mean, I, I've been following you for a while, but I don't really know how you like decided to get into making stuff. I know you kind of started on the audio side, right? You went to school for like music production. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I guess I can give the, the quick, the quick, like 18 years of my life story. Cause I'm 21. I'm relatively young. Uh, but but yeah, so I was in high school, early high school, even maybe into junior high. I got really interested in music and playing drums first, but that kind of led to being interested in other instruments, but mainly being interested in recording music and producing music. So I pursued that. And that was basically my entire kind of, that was my life plan, my life goal throughout high school and going into college. So there's a local uh, music school. It's a pretty, pretty large, pretty reputable school called ACM in kind of downtown Oklahoma City. So I went there for about a year. And while I was there, that was where I sort of discovered my passion or whatever you want to call it for making things. I started building a lot of guitar pedal boards, uh, amp speaker cabinets. I built a drum set, all kinds of stuff like that, all music related. And through that, I, one, realized that making things uh, is really awesome and it's a lot of fun. Uh, and I also started getting people asking me to build them things that weren't related to music. So it was a lot of people in my school that had bought guitar pedal boards and things like that from me. And eventually one of my friends asked me, he's like, hey, I know you make all this stuff. Can you make like a coffee table and a console table too? And... I was I I said I, I guess yeah I can give it a shot uh, so so I did I built um, a couple coffee tables a couple console tables for other people as well after that and around the same time period I realized I didn't want to do music for my for the next forty years of my life uh, at least dealing with music professionally um, it was something I realized I really enjoyed but I didn't want to add like the stress of making it a business to it. As well as um, YouTube is awesome because I'm doing everything in terms of like the production of my content. I'm not relying on anybody else. And I've had quite a few experiences where musicians are not always super easy to rely on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I say that even though I was late to record this podcast. Well, that's more of a time zone thing than anything, which, I, you know, I can't really fault you for that. I, I you know, I can, I can <laughs> you give you that. But yeah, so I, I started building things and 
realizing I maybe didn't want to do music forever. This was uh, going into the, the my third semester of school, uh, during the third semester. And it was a weird thing. I knew I wanted to do YouTube and I knew there was, I guess, like money or the ability to have a career in YouTube. This was something that YouTube has been really big basically my whole life, which is kind of different than I think a lot of people in this space being as young as I am. I've always seen YouTube and I've always watched YouTube and I've always seen people on YouTube as like celebrity types rather than just people making videos. And I don't know what it was, but around that same time period, I saw a lot of people being able to do YouTube professionally. And I said, I, I want to do that. And given that <laughs> I didn't want to do music, I was getting really interested in woodworking and making things. It was just the natural approach to film what I'm doing during all of my free time anyways. So I had the film gear. So I just started setting up what I was building. And I don't know, I just kind of started started building and getting an audience. And here we are today. Yeah. It's been about no, two man. years now. Actually, it'll be two years in about four or five days. Wow. Um, yeah, that's funny, man. That's yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. It was one year for me, like 10 days ago. So it, exactly. it's kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. man. yeah, I, I, it's funny. Cause I think I have been watching your stuff since very early. Cause I, I mean, as we've talked about in Oklahoma, I think, I, mean, I remember you doing like the penny skateboard and stuff like yeah. that, which was, that was while I was still in school. Yeah. Yeah. That so was early days. Johnny, you said one year that's since you went Full-time. Since I went full-time. Yeah, I mean, I started doing YouTube videos probably about two months, three months before that. But, uh, yeah, one one year that I've really been hustling at it, for sure. Right. When did we – how long have we been doing our podcast for? It's episode 37, so whatever that is divided by four. Yeah. <laughs> Time flies, right? Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's uh, My life has never been more, like, <laughs> just crazy – pace feeling it's uh yeah every week just flies by you know, that's, um, that's the crazy thing a lot of people ask me about you know is this your full-time job and I, I feel like i'm doing far more than i would in a full-time job yeah <laughs> because it's oh, flexible definitely. from home it's just so much more enjoyable yeah, yeah. no no it's question because yeah i mean i work more but it doesn't feel yeah i, I don't want to i'm reluctant to call it work because it's right. like what i would be doing if i weren't working like if i had a job i would still do this Right. I only, so. it's not that I feel like I'm working more. It's just that I'm more busy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, well, I think, you know, when you work for yourself, you know that every dollar you earn is your own dollars. You know, except like that's 40% that you have to pay taxes. Well, yes, except for all that, <laughs> except for all that government True. nonsense. But uh, besides that, you know, you just pretend that doesn't exist. So one of the, one of the dudes in the live chat, Michael just said, uh, we started the podcast September 25th. So, that's nice. uh yeah it's been a little bit so that's awesome that was before i that was bef that was when i was part-time i don't i didn't yeah. go full-time yeah. until december yeah yeah man. no it's been it's been a wild ride man Been a wild ride so so mike obviously you focus on on modern design how did that like how did you decide that that was your design style and, and how did you get into that what what was the process there um i think it was just what naturally I was interested in um, whenever, for example, the first furniture projects I built, the guy just asked me, Hey, do you mind if you build a coffee table and a console table? And I just sat down and I started drawing things. Um, this is keep in mind. I was not really building furniture never really had a ton of interest in furniture. So I didn't really have a lot of 
I didn't know what I was drawing, essentially. You know, I didn't know that I was naturally drawing things that were relatively mid-century influenced. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It was just what was what I naturally liked and what I was naturally drawing. And so I built those and people said, wow, uh, those are really cool. And I asked them what I what they kind of wanted. And they said, well, what you built, Patrick, was really cool. So something kind of like that. Um, so that kind of reinforced the first like few furniture projects I built kind of all had that same theme and it was able to like reinforce that to myself. And then once I got actually into YouTube, it was, it was more of a strategic thing to focus on uh, modern design and mid-century yep. design, especially at the time. It's something I've talked about on my podcast is that whenever I first started doing YouTube you could find mid-century modern furniture videos, but there weren't anybody that was really focusing on it and doing uh, more than one or two of those types of videos. So it was one of those things that like whenever you're, you're trying to establish whenever you're trying to establish yourself on YouTube, you need to find some sort of niche or some sort of focus. And I guess my focus, especially towards the beginning, was trying to find how I could make mid-century pieces and make that popular. And yeah. Yeah, it was just a thing I saw I saw through Google Trends. It was something that was getting searched a lot, but there wasn't a high volume for, so supply and demand. Yeah. No, it it's funny cuz when, you know, obviously that's a style I really kind of uh lean towards and yeah. when I even when I was starting to try to build stuff on my own, it, it even, you know, a year ago there was not that much content, you know, so it was, mm-hmm. there was a big room, I think to grow. Cause I, I think the natural thing is when people are getting started working modern is kind of a hard style to get into because it's super clean. It's super detail oriented. You know, if yeah. you're, you're building rustic stuff, that's a whole heck of a lot easier. You know, if you're popping some boards off a pallet and, you know, screwing it together, that's a lot simpler than trying to get everything nice and clean and smooth and, you know, oh, yeah. square edges and all that stuff. So I think there's a natural progression of just of everything. I mean, it's just kind of what people do. Like they'll, the, the cool thing about like the whole pallet wood craze and all of that is it's like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> totally. You're taking, that's what I started with. I mean, you're taking garbage and building something useful out of it. Ultimately yeah. that's what you're doing. And you know what? Like it's think about how many people it has brought into our community and has gotten their foot in the door. And then they go, you know what? Like, wow, I had no idea I could build anything and they do it out of garbage. And then they go, you know what? I wonder if I could do this and they just progress and they progress. And you know, every project, I think that's what keeps it fun is, is, uh, you know, it's, yep. it's like chasing that next high, you know, making it, making it a little bit nicer, you know, like trying to, what's 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 next on the agenda um yeah 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 the first uh pedal board i built was made out of pallet wood and the handles on it were from old cabinet pulls and then the very first coffee table i ever built which was for myself once again pallet wood so it's the perfect place to start because like you said there's no it takes away the material intimidation there's still the intimidation of how am I going to build this? But it takes away the worry of like, oh man, I don't want to ruin this piece of wood. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. just, it's very, you know, it's like the Legos of the, <laughs> it's just, you, you don't, you don't have anything at stake. Like it's, yeah. 
you just screw it time. up. You just pull the nails out of it or the screws out of it and do it again because there's yeah. already, you know, it's already there's already nail holes, so you don't have to worry. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's really not a whole lot at stake, and it introduces a whole lot of people into the community, and and uh, you know, people progress and they find find their niches and their styles, and uh, you know, I don't think a whole lot of people stay. You know, if they really get into building stuff, I I feel like the people are going to eventually find their way out of Palo Wood and start saying, you know what, I want to build something really nice. I'm going to go buy a chunk of walnut, you know, or, or whatever it is. It's there's, there's a natural progression. And I think that evolution is really, I mean, for me, that's, that's the coolest part is like almost every project of mine, I feel like I'm doing something for the first time or I'm, I'm chasing something that I haven't done before. And, and it's just like, that's where the satisfaction comes. And that's why it doesn't feel like a job is because it's not, I'm not building the same thing over and over and over again. It's a challenge and it's, I have to, it's creative problem solving, you know, trying to figure out the, like the drawers that I built on that desk. Like, I'm like, man, how I, don't know how to build a metal drawer. So I, I used the <laughs> table frame as a press break and I clamped a C channel around it and actually beat the drawer around the frame of the table that the desk was good. The <laughs> drawer was going in. I mean, like how awesome is that? It's yeah. just, and that's the kind of stuff that we get a like we have to figure out. And that, I think that's for me, that's just so much fun and watching the, you know, the, the evolution of style and what people are drawn to. Like I know Johnny, you're big into mid-century modern stuff. I'm I'm really into like at heart, and I, I don't really get to build this stuff for clients, but I think like contemporary furniture is is cool, like really artistic stuff that is like, wow, that's a chair, but it's an upside down chair, or like that's weird. That chair has uh uh you know like stuff that you can see in an art gallery. Like that's weird. The frame is padded, but the seat isn't. Like what <laughs> you know. It's just stuff that kind of makes you wonder. And I think it's just, it's really neat to see everybody find their, their niche and, you know, have at it. Absolutely. No, it's awesome. So Mike, I I don't think I realized how young you were until uh, we hung out in Oklahoma and you're, you're definitely, I think one of the younger guys in our space uh, yet you're extremely successful. So like, what do you think, led to that success i mean obviously anybody who's listened to to y'all's podcast has heard some of this stuff but you know i mean tell us about some of the things for anybody who is out there who's maybe an aspiring uh, you know creator uh, or even just an aspiring woodworker uh, what what do you think led you down your path yeah um so being 21 is definitely i think an advantage uh at least in the whole youtube space for a couple reasons but I also don't really play into the, like, I'm young. I know I look pr- probably a couple years older than I am. So I always, like, play into that. I never played the, like, oh, I'm young. Watch me make stuff because I'm a kid kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, well, <laughs> sure, maybe. Just, just I mean, kidding. a little bit. No, I mean, I think that is true. I mean, whenever people uh, would reference them a lot when they first got started, whether it was on podcasts or whatever, they got referenced yep. as like kids, oh, a couple of kids. And I didn't yeah. I didn't want to get referenced as a kid, even though we're almost the same age. I think mm-hmm. I'm about a year older than them. But so I so I knew being young in a, in a way that it would be an advantage to me is a I've been interested in watching and thinking about YouTube, doing YouTube for almost my whole life. 
Um, back whenever I was like 12 years old, I was really heavy into the like music scene, like the heavy, like metal music scene, uh, like metal, metalcore, all that kind of stuff in my like local town. And this was at the same time when bands were on MySpace. They weren't on YouTube. They weren't, they might, they, <laughs> Facebook had, was like a couple years old, like 50, yeah. 50 shot. They were on Facebook even. And I saw like whenever I would listen to new bands before I bought their CD because people still bought CDs, I would go listen to it on YouTube to make sure it was worth it. And I, I thought if I'm doing this, I'm sure plenty of other people are. So granted, don't do this because there's this thing called <laughs> copyrights. And unless you're 12, uh, you don't get protected from that. <laughs> but what I would do is I would just I would find uh, like bands that I liked that weren't on YouTube. And I would just put their music on YouTube and it got really big. I had like songs and albums that would have like hundreds of thousands of plays without realizing, obviously, that I'm stealing people's content. But in the long term, it was actually a good thing for some people because I like established this channel by stealing really big like metal artists (laughs) music. But then anytime local bands would come through and I liked them. And this is me being like the like the twelve year old like music exec. I'm like, yo, man, listen, I've got this YouTube channel and it gets tons of hits. Do you want to be on it? And so they would then they would give me their music and they would be like so excited about it to where when occasionally when bands would come to town, like they would meet me or they would message me before they came to town so that I would be sure to go to their show. Um, so it was a weird <laughs> thing. Like as a twelve year old, I thought I was like I thought I was the 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 stuff, but. <laughs> So that like really fed my like, oh man, YouTube is cool. I would, granted, I never thought that I actually would pursue it, but I always thought it would be really, really cool to pursue. So to that, to that extent, being young is cool because I've always been aware of YouTube. I had a couple experiences like uploading to YouTube prior to doing this. And, and so, yeah, I've just always thought about it. And then secondly, I guess it's just good because young people watch me and they can kind of connect to that, I guess, to a degree. Um, you know, it can kind of open doors to, I guess, more of a mass market being young. I don't know, maybe it's more relatable. Yeah. So what do you think has contributed towards the growth of your channel? I mean, do you think the type of stuff you're building has Um, been a big part of that? I think a lot of it is what I'm building. Like I mentioned earlier, the like trying to find a need in the space and then filling that is, I think, a really huge part of it. And then just consistency, I think, is so important when you're a young channel, when you're a, a small channel. I, and it comes down to the basics of if you've got 10 videos, you've got 10 chances for people to find you. If you've got 50 videos, you got 50 chances for people to find you. Um, and obviously that you can go way deeper than that. But, you know, at the base of it, that's almost as simple as it gets. And then it gets down to if I've got 50 videos, then cool, I can have eight videos about mid-century modern things. I can have four coffee table videos, two sofas, three beds. So now you're filling up search terms more and more. Whereas Mm. if you've got a dozen videos, you've got one coffee table, one bed, and two mid-century things. So it's just giving yourself more of a chance. Do what? Do you have any love seats? Do I have any love seats? No. I mean, you said it right. They're love seats. Dude, I am making a love seat this month, actually. A love seat or next month? A love seat. Are you doing the upholstery? Are you doing some kind of leather or what? I'm doing, so it's going to be a plywood uh, 
it's gonna be a two-person sofa so love seat i guess yeah um and all, all plywood is based on this design i was in portland uh like i don't know two months ago i guess and saw this awesome they had this store that was all just stuff that was made in portland and there was some company out there who just did i guess like cnc made furniture ah. and they had made this love seat with plywood and you know a lot of it was like double layered three-quarter ply so nice kind of inch and a half thick sidewalls and stuff like that and i was like man i'm gonna make this without a cnc and kind of you know yeah. do my own take on it kind of thing and so uh they did the cushions in a really interesting way. They they took what I'm assuming was another piece of plywood and then, you know, put a piece of foam on top and then wrapped fabric around underneath the plywood piece and stapled it from the bottom and then attached that to the actual plywood sofa. So, like, the whole bottom of the sofa wasn't actually covered in fabric or anything like that. Uh, really kind of a cool look, um, really clean, you know, kind of modern design. So... Uh, I'm pretty pumped about that. I guess that's going to be in August. So I, I guess I got a couple of weeks till that comes around. It feels like it's going to be very soon. So, right. Anyway, yes. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I love seat. Yeah. Yeah. You've built a couple of uh, couple built sofas, one. right, Mike? Yeah. I built one a while back and I had the upholstery. Like I sent that out to get upholstered because it was just, I was relatively new to woodworking. I wasn't going to try and like yeah. overextend myself too much. It was, yeah. I think it was honestly the first like, big panel glue up that i ever did out of like two buys uh two by yeah. sixes so i was like okay that's gonna be my learning experience <laughs> do a big panel glue up i'll save the upholstery for later but it's something yeah. i want to do again i want to do a sofa um because i feel like now i do want to tackle that challenge you know what i mean yeah yeah so. well i've got this spot in my office like over here just off a of camera that would be perfect for a sofa and then like I have like an extra coffee table at my house because I think as a YouTuber, you end up building a lot of coffee tables. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I've got one more than I actually need. So I'm like, well, I'll create a seating area in my office here. And yeah. so I'm, I'm going to make a sofa. So Perfect. anyway, that, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be, the, that'll be is the fun. coffee table one that you built like for the channel. No, it's uh, one I built right before I started the channel. Mm-hmm. So it was my first like, I don't know if I'd call it fine woodworking. That might be a stretch, but it was a, like a poplar slab with some hairpin legs on it. You know, it was one of those jobs that, you know, pretty easy belt sander and and a drill and that was done. Yeah. Um, But it still looks cool. And I I filled this big crack down the center with epoxy and I'm, I still dig the look, but uh, you know, I, now I have the river table in my den and that's like (laughs) when people walk in the house, that's what I want them to see. So um, that that's the piece I'm most proud of. So yeah. Anyway, um, so tell us a little bit about this mirror. I'm pretty interested. I've seen some smart mirrors or or yeah. those kind of things. Is is it a smart mirror or is it just kind of a backlit like when you go to a fancy hotel, like lit around the edges? So these so these this mirror particularly has been the the like epic saga of the podcast because it has been going on for about a month i've been working on it it's been insane so the mirror itself uh, i saw one in a hotel that i was at and i said oh man i need to make one of these so picture it's a mirror and behind it it's sitting on a a light box that's about an inch and a half two inches thick and there's leds ran through that light box so it's about a three five three foot by five foot mirror and there's about a two inch border of so picture this the center obviously is a big mirror then there's about a two inch border of etched glass like frosted glass and then another two inches of mirror 
So it's an LED quote unquote frame, although it's not necessarily a frame. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Uh, I've had a lot of issues with actually getting it to work. So essentially, I went to a glass shop that's local to me. I said, I need a piece of glass this big. And they asked me what I need it for. So I kind of explained the, the project. And they're like, oh, yeah, someone's come in about a week and a half ago and o- just ordered one. Because what I'm doing is I'm getting a piece of glass, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Rust-Oleum makes it. It's like mirror in a can, like spray can mirror. Yep. And uh, I saw it online somewhere, and then I watched a couple of videos of people trying it, and it actually looked really, really, really good. So I, I thought my Halloween costume for this year. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so I thought maybe. I'm sure there's plenty of people that don't live near a glass shop with the same capabilities that they have because I actually called around to a couple more once I found out that they could do it to see just to like bounce quotes off. And apparently that shop was the only one that knew how to do it. And essentially what they're doing is they get a mirror, flip it backwards. You know, they're like, because it's like a silvery like finish on the back of a mirror. Apparently what they do is they use a sandblaster and they somehow mask off what obviously Ah. needs to stay a mirror and then they sandblast off that mirror finish and at the same time it also etches the glass gotcha so it's really simple really easy for them and it only would have cost me 50 bucks extra to just have them do it but with all that that i said in consideration i'm like okay i'm just gonna try it i'm gonna try it that way (laughs) for anybody that doesn't live near a super great glass shop they can they can get the same results yeah Holy cow, this thing has been a nightmare. Since for to to save you guys a lot of heartache, I'm now on my fourth attempt and I have oh. I've paid them just to do it. The first one yeah. the first one messed up. I had to buy a new piece of glass. So now I'm already spending more than I would have just spent to have the professionals do it. And then with that same piece of glass, I tried two <laughs> more times, which is another like eighty bucks worth of spray mirror and black paint and finish and all this stuff. So it was it was honestly I mean it kind of sucked spending the like extra 300 bucks that I didn't need to but <laughs> I learned a really valuable lesson in that sometimes it's just worth letting the the quote unquote pros do yes. do what they do could, could you do that I bet you could I bet you could do that surfacing with like a CNC Oh I'm sure you could probably I, yeah. yeah and I'm sure you could even with like a cheap sandblasting yeah, but then again, I don't know how you would contain your like aggregate. But then again, yeah, I don't you know wouldn't. How use, uh, use it. I wonder uh, for sandblasting is a masking. Use linoleum. Really, and that was my big question: well, is the, what I would use to mask off the professional thing paint. is actually a vinyl. It's like an eighth inch thick vinyl that you lick and stick on. Mm. Uh, but linoleum does basically the exact same well, thing as long as you're not that's crazy. <laughs> I might give that a shot sometime then because I imagine you can get a pretty cheap sandblaster for. Yeah, I use the, oh, yeah. the $50 Craig, the um, Harbor Freight one. Freight. Yeah. Yeah. So I do okay. uh, wooden sandblasting I for signs. Like acid etch it somehow. I like See, And I thought about that too, but I didn't know if I would be able to get a sharp line with it. And mm. I didn't want to ruin another piece of glass. You just have the whole back like a copper electrode. Other yeah. Than <laughs> acid etch. That would yeah, be. That's, that's why when I did that river table, like. They were like, oh, it's only going to cost another 20 bucks to have them cut the glass and like sand all the edges and everything. I'm like, I'm doing that. I yeah. am not going to try because <laughs> the glass itself was 70 
And I was like, okay, either I'm going to go home and ruin this and have to pay another 70. And now I'm like, you know, out way more money than I need to be. Or I'm just going to let somebody professional do this for me. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I should have took, uh, <laughs> that should have been my lesson learned. From the video. Dude, I get so many questions about where to get that dang glass though. That's like, Dude, I believe it. It is tiresome because I mean, I, I have to imagine that any reasonably sized city, I mean, Asheville is a, small town i mean we have like eighty five thousand people here so not a, not a big town at all but you know we have a commercial glass shop that can you, do this I, kind of stuff so i'm sure any metro well, metropolitan yeah. metroplex will have something somewhere because yeah. someone's got to supply it you know what i mean but. yeah yeah man that's that's funny dude well i'm excited to see it finished the, the bathroom was looking sweet It'll, so far it, Thank you. Yeah. And it, and that was really cool. Trying, trying something new. And it was really cool that it's had, it's had a crazy good reception. I woke up yeah, this dude. morning, um, last night I was excited because I thought it would pass a hundred thousand views. Holy crap. And I woke up this morning and it, <laughs> and it almost hit 150,000 by the time I went to sleep yeah. and woke up. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know who shared it. I don't know why it's getting the the traction it is, but I'm so excited that that it is because so I got a question for you. Cause those numbers are crazy. Like, yeah, it, it, it is. I, I mean, just the fact that you're like, I'm, I'm usually like, I, I hope that my videos break 10,000 in a day. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. Um, what, so when you publish something, do you go live in multiple places or do you just post it to YouTube? And uh, So I post to YouTube and then during the same day, I'll make a post for Instagram, uh, whether it's and what I try not to do is just post a picture of the project and say, go look at the video. Um, because if people are already following me on Instagram, they probably are already aware there's a video out. Um, mm-hmm. But what I'll do is I'll try, and granted, I don't always do this, is I try and post a detail of something that I think is cool. So for the bathroom, I posted the the like wood accent wall and the vanity. That part is what I think is cool. And it was something I talked about on our podcast a couple of times. But if so it's you a, post a picture or a little mini video, uh, usually a, a, a picture. I haven't. That's something we talk about all the time on our podcast is like recutting your video to a minute for Facebook and for Instagram. Yep. It's not something I've tried, um, but it's something it's Ben does pain, and Ben man. pulls numbers like no one else. Oh, yeah. It's something Chris has tried once or twice now at this point, And he said it kind of worked. It didn't do anything major for him, but it definitely he could see a little bump. So there's definitely definitely value to it. But yeah, I just try and post like a detail shot of something, whether it's like a cool way these pieces of wood to go together or, you know, I think the finish came out really particularly well for a project, whatever it is. I try and yeah. I try and make that? it interesting, like the actual Instagram post somewhat interesting as well, rather than just here's the video, go watch it. And you know what I mean? Instead of just using it as a as a reference. Yeah. Do you do um, uh, Reddit? No, I'm scared of Reddit. <laughs> as you should be uh They're mean man chris They're is the reddit mean. guy apparently chris gets to the like front page of the diy he gets to the oh, yeah to the r slash diy he gets to the top of that like it's nobody's business diy um, auto like automatically like i get a delete and an insult and like a race <laughs> no i'm white i'll get like a racial slur somehow really like, anytime i post a video there they absolutely hate me and it's a funny thing so this is this is something a little insider baseball that uh like obviously same way i'm sure you guys do but me ben and chris kind of have a group chat that we you know chat with pretty much if it's not every day every other day about something yeah and we were he was chris had just put 
a couple of pictures that he was thinking about for the thumbnail that he sent to us. He had like three or four. And it was kind of like he had a couple different ones that were the shot of the whole table, a couple that were more of a detailed shot. And he was just kind of asking what we thought about each of them. And I said, and there was one, it was a detail shot, but it had some text that was overlaid on it. That was really good for kind of reinforcing something that he couldn't put in the title because it would have made it too long. And then, but then he had a he had a second picture that was more of the the full project, but it didn't have any overlay. So my recommendation, I was like, yeah, do the one where it's the <laughs> do, do the one where it's the the full table because it's a cool table, and use the use the overlay text. And he said, great, love it. That's kind of something that I was thinking too. That was what Ben said as well a couple minutes later. So he's like, great, I'm going to do that. And so he posted the video and I texted him. I said, where was the text? And he said, oh, I'll put that up tomorrow because I'm posting it to Reddit today. So basically yeah. I, I asked him about that. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, if you, if you post like a thumbnail that has text on it, you're, getting, yeah. like, you're screwing yourself off the bat because people will yeah. apparently just hate you for it. Yeah, um, he, he's the reason I started doing that because yeah. it, it's so true. They, you know, Reddit, their big thing is they are very anti self-promotion. Like exactly. it's, it's a big part of their just, you know, site policy and all that kind of stuff. And really what, <laughs> what all of us do on Reddit is against their rules. We're corrupting yeah. Reddit is what but yes, what's we, so we weird are. about it though, is it's like, they want content but yeah. they don't want anybody posting their own content. And it's like, well, they don't want people making money off of it. that. That that's the distinction is that we are, but it's, we're like pros. it's a double-edged sword for them because it's like that we have content that people like. Exactly. You know, yes. we post it and it's like, well, what I think most, most of my posts that I've had actually go through on DIY are DIY, the ones that haven't been like just deleted. And there's been like maybe four or five. And, uh, those have all made it to the front page of Reddit. Yeah. Like the ones that have stuck there. It's content that is good. Uh, it's good information. It brings a lot of traffic to their subreddit. I mo- I used to moderate a subreddit. I started a subreddit a long time ago. Oh, nice. And it did really well. And it's like we anytime we could get our subreddit on the front page of Reddit, I don't care. Like <laughs> promote us. Like get us, you know, that's exactly. it, that'd be like us turning down uh, a TV sponsorship because it's against our morals. It's like, well, do you want to succeed? Like the, it's totally against the, if subreddits had a business model, it would be against the business <laughs> model to not have content that their subscribers want to watch. Yeah. No doubt. But it'd be I okay think, if I posted Johnny's content there. That's what I was about to then say. Then they'd be like, that, oh, that's great. It's not I you. Think it, I think in a perfect world, they want you making your content still, but they just want someone else to recommend it. That's Correct. like yeah. all it is. It's, um, so, it's just, but it's not, that's not the real world. I <laughs> no, mean, no, not I, I get it. I get it because yeah. there are so many people who just spam their stuff out and, you know, yeah. even on subreddits that don't, you know, have any relation to it. And the other thing is, honestly, the the videos I post, like the average DIY, like our DIY browser, they're not going to be able to build it. I mean, like, let's be real. Like most what people is, don't like, have a planer and joiner. Like, what, is, what is the demographic of the Reddit DIY? Dude, I think it's the guy who has a Black & Drecker drill and that's it. Really? <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm asking because yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is good information for me. Uh, people yeah. who think a circular saw is an expensive extra yeah. tool. Yeah. Oh, okay. People, yeah. people who think that we each have 
a quarter million dollars in yeah yeah right people are out of touch with reality like like i posted this projector screen i built for the make channel today and i literally used a miter saw and a drill and people were like this isn't limited tools like i put limited tools in the title i'm like uh it's it's a miter saw and a drill like yeah i have i have a nice miter saw and a nice drill but that doesn't mean you couldn't build it with a crappy miter saw and a crappy check drill. this out very true you guys see this little pallet thing made out of popsicle sticks yeah one of my early videos i made pallet wood coasters out of popsicle sticks and, and for like on- one split second i used uh um scroll saw and uh, i said you could use scissors and i had people saying well i could build that too if i had five thousand dollars there's comments if you if you feel like digging <laughs> through there's people that commented on my video about making a project out of popsicle sticks that anybody could do it if they had five thousand dollars worth of tools. That's yeah. interesting. So, is that across the board with Reddit? So, I know DIY yeah. is like the the crown jewel of getting on a yeah. subreddit. But so, what are some other subreddits that you guys? I mean, woodworking. Woodworking is a pretty good one. There, okay. but I guess this is good for the listener too. That's uninformed yeah. about Reddit. Like, what? Where do? Like, if you want to go to Reddit, where's? Where do you even start? I mean, I like subscribe us. to woodworking hand and yeah, hand tools. <laughs> yeah, if you're into that kind of thing, artisan videos is yeah, it? that's that one's good. I like yeah. then there's a how to that can be good. They're they're nice yeah. to me. They're and then uh, also they're not nice to some people. It's totally random. Like William Walker, who I think has like his video, like his the quality of his work, his videos are so great. And he was asking me about Reddit one day. I'm like, yeah, man, you got to get on there. Like go to, go to, go to uh, our how to, they're really nice. They all, they love everything I do. He posts there and instantly got banned. (laughs) No. (laughs) And his stuff is like his video, his production is so much better than mine. It's just. (laughs) That's funny. Do you think that's kind of why maybe is they like people saw that too professional. Exactly. They saw him posting this ultra clean video and they're like, who is this guy? Get out of here. Yeah. I feel like it's just, they're scared of letting what happened to Pinterest happen to Reddit. Yeah. I mean, I I get it. Reddit is, you know, it's an interesting community. It's, I think a lot of younger users who are very anti, you know, popular society kind of stuff. And I mean, I've been on Reddit for probably eight years and you know, I I get where they're coming from, but as somebody who does what we do, it's very difficult, you know, and, and you get, I mean, even I, I think even if I use a thumbnail that's just a picture, the second they start my video, they know that I'm not some random dude with his iPhone in his garage. You know, like I have a mm-hmm. a produced intro, and you know what I mean. It's like it, it it's obvious when we are doing what we're doing. So exactly, uh, yeah, it's uh, Reddit's a whole a whole can of worms. But it, anyway, but but the the potential there, if you have something that's oh, it's huge on Reddit, it's like it's yeah, like it's like it's like. like, a, it's like Honestly, it's like going into a casino and like dropping a quarter in the slot machine and pulling. Yeah. It's, Actually, like more it's like either going to come up with three middle fingers or you're going to hit the jackpot. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because I thought I thought I thought about posting that bathroom remodel that I just did on because I'm sure there's like an R slash like home improvement or R slash renovations yes, or something. There is. And so it would probably and I, do really well. And I thought it would do really well, but it was just one of those things. Like the last thing I want to do is like make an ass out of myself on or bleep yeah <laughs> really bad so i don't well, know i, th- I think the, the other key to reddit is being involved when you're not posting your own stuff like I, exactly. i'm on reddit 
all like not all day, but I'm on Reddit a lot throughout the day and throughout the week because that's how I consume a lot of my content. I subscribe yep. to a lot of subreddits for topics that I'm interested in, not just making stuff. And, you know, it it's replaced the forums of, you know, five years ago basically for me. It it is it is the new forum. And Ooh. because it's one website that covers every topic, which is really unique. Like I used to be, you know, on twenty different forums every day and now I'm on Reddit. And they have a good mobile app and, you know, it's, it's all good. So, you know, with the good comes the bad and, and Reddit's a, it's a tough nut to crack and, and you got to have some thick skin to post there. But yeah, the, the upside potential is crazy. Right on. So, yeah. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. All right. We're, we're running a little long. So let's, uh, let's, let's close up Mike. What, what do you think, like, I, I want to know, what are your goals for the next, like, I don't know, six months, a year, whatever. I know I heard Chris talking about, like, what his goals are by the time he's 40. So, yeah, whatever, Chris is, whatever. Yeah. Chris is thinking long-term at this he's point. He's a little bit of a long-term thinker. Uh, what <laughs> What do you think? I mean, obviously, you've, you've come a long way in a short amount of time. What What are you yeah. looking to, to do in the next, you know, whatever? Um. So, I think, I think the way you broke it down is perfect. So, about six-month goal is continue to because i think one thing about being young is and nice is that i don't necessarily have a family to support or like take away time from so the goal is pump out crap loads of content and then just keep keep saving money as much as i can the way i have been uh to where i can buy and flip a house so nice this that was all this whole six month plan was dependent on whether or not people received this video that i put out as you know, positive. And they did, thank goodness. So I'm going to be doing renovation videos every other month up until that point. Hopefully it'll be about four months. Maybe it'll be a little longer. Maybe it'll be a little bit shorter. And I want to turn that into a quote unquote series um, to where it's, for instance, about an eight episode series about buying and flipping a house. You know, the first episode being going, finding the house and, you know, shopping around, talking about budget, talking about all that kind of stuff. And then obviously like initial plans for the renovation and then each quote unquote episode, which would be about 10, 15 minutes would be a room kind of similar to what I'm doing. It would be, it would be cut a little bit differently depending on what platform it goes to. And then, then obviously like the closing episode where, where I sell the house, hopefully, and then talk (laughs) about, you know, either I made this much money, I broke even, or unfortunately I lost a little bit of money, but I learned a lot of lessons on the way. And so that's kind of the, that's kind of the goal going into. Hopefully not. I lost a lot of money and learned nothing. <laughs> right. Hey man, that would be a super clickbaity title though. It I is. mean, you'd, you'd crush it. <laughs> Bought a house and tried to flip it. Lost yeah. everything. <laughs> Went bankrupt. Yeah. Now homeless. No. Yeah. Um, so that's the, that's the short term, long term goal is build up to, to doing that. I don't know if that's going to live on YouTube, on my channel. I don't know if that's going to be something that I'll try and shop to, who knows, YouTube Red, Netflix. Um, nice. it, it's just a thing. I don't know. I'm basically using the, the bathroom videos and the videos that I'll be making for the next few months is like kind of the same way TV shows make pilots is figure out what works for format, what works for, for something that would be cool too, is you could have like, I'd totally be willing to like hang out for a few days. Oh, and absolutely. You with, and you know, like, yeah, oh yeah. You, so you get, get some, some killer collabs, some other YouTubers, some collabs. So. Yeah. And then if we could figure out some way to like, 
obviously there's people that understand construction better than I do and remodel that better than I do. And then there's also the like, let's build furniture to stage the house. Um, And then once the house is staged, then you got to do something with the furniture. But that could also be an opportunity because I mean, that's what I'm doing with the rooms right now is the bathroom I'm getting the the mirror out of, but the next room I'm doing is going to be a bedroom the spare bedroom. So it'll be, I'm going to be getting, you know, a, a bed video out of it, a nightstand video, um, probably a closet like organization system type video. So um, there'll still be those like chances to get a lot of furniture projects in the process. So it should be a lot of fun. So yeah, that's short term, long term <clears throat> kind of combined and finding some sort of house flipping series and become the property brothers of YouTube. <laughs> because <laughs> there's no one doing it man that, for some it, reason those guys annoy right. the crap out of me i don't know what oh, it is i mean but they're everywhere you know what i'm yeah, saying they are everywhere. Maybe that's why i don't know maybe it's nothing yeah. beyond the fact that they're everywhere all the time like do you remember when the history channel oh yeah like was had stuff to do with history like yeah <laughs> and it wasn't pawn stars <laughs> yeah it's, now it's like it's all american figures TV. yeah exactly like, and i still just out of habit because like I guess I can say I'm old because I'm like 30 something now, but like, I still like out of habit. I'm like, Oh, what's well, on the history channel. Right. Do you you still time. have cable. Yeah. That's how old I am. But it's, wow. but it's so true. And I think this is like the, the perfect, uh, what do you even describe it as? Like, this is the perfect way to describe the like fall of television that is oh, yeah. starting to happen and will happen in five years. Well, what's crazy is, is like, it, do people really want, I mean, apparently people want to watch reality TV. I mean, it's I think crazy. people, I think there are people that want to, but then it's like everything in every niche said, oh man, reality TV is doing so good. Do you watch Big Brother? Do you watch The Bachelor? Yeah. We need yeah. to figure out how to do that. Um, but I think, and I think that's what it is, is TV just latches onto an idea and they they lose all their originality. I mean, yeah. you look at, you look at Pawn Stars got popular, then how many more pawn related shows came about? Storage Wars, same type of yeah. thing. Like yeah. the first couple of seasons of Storage Trump. Wars was cool. I mean, that was on today. I turned it on. It was like, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> That's but, a show. Somebody yeah. decided that, like, there was a table. You know, at some point, there was a table of executives and they're just sitting there, like, twiddling their thumbs in silence, trying to think of ideas. And some <laughs> guy just said, us road truckers hey listen you can say that but i think that's one of the like longest running shows on tv let's have a show about yeah you know people driving trucks i mean i don't know yeah no i get it but i think that shows on like it's like i don't know what it actually is but it's probably on it's like 15th or 20th season at this point so that's nuts crazy but i think what what i guess i was (laughs) i don't even remember what my original point was but i think it's just like the same way um youtube killed the tv star yeah, exactly. But like the same way, whenever I was starting, I saw that uh, there was a market for mid-century furniture projects um, and not a lot of people making it. There's obviously a huge market for HGTV DIY type content, but it's not there on YouTube in in, in like a quality sense. Um, yep. So hopefully I can be the guy that like ushers that in maybe. Who knows? That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna go renovate my bathroom right now. So do it, uh, man. Uh, <laughs> do it. <laughs> no, it, it it actually was like in, in truth, like actually pretty inspiring because like it's you know our house is a newer house, uh, and, and you know everything is 
you know, clean and, and nice enough, but it's like builder's grade kind of stuff. You know, like right. nothing is exciting or interesting. Everything is just kind of plain. Nothing fits my style. So um, yeah. seeing you rip that stuff apart, man, that was like, I could do yeah, that. That bathroom, it was ugly before I started. And no, I'm not. Dude, it looks nice now. It, but I think it looks good now. Like it's Dude, like what it I would consider good. a nice looking bathroom. So. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. The fact that I mean, I did it all under five hundred bucks too. Not counting the That's mirror, crazy. obviously. So counting you got to do any floor and subway tile bathroom, and you'll exactly. You'll... <laughs> and that's Pretty like, much. It's, and it's one of those things. Like if I had, if I had the money to like retile the bathroom, I would have done it. But I, I was really latched onto this idea of like renovating a room for under a certain amount of dollars. And I was like, 500, that'll be it. That's a good searchable term. So you yep. should just renovate the whole house of Palawood. <laughs> for, free. for free it would be the ugliest house ever and then like five, five ten years from now property brothers would come in there and they'd be like oh my god do you remember this era of power oh, everything exactly i oh yeah that's <laughs> totally gonna happen is yeah oh, five yeah. years like five years ago everyone was like man i love it we're gonna do palo accent walls everywhere but in in 10 years that's gonna be like I mean, the same way I did this like wood slat back instead of doing backsplash, I did a wood panel wall behind the behind the sinks and mirror. I know that's going to be outdated yeah. or like cliche at some point, but right now it looks cool and that's what people yep. want to see. So to I'm give you an idea of how behind the, the times pellet wood walls are, I'm actually about to do a pellet wood wall for my backdrop for my hand tool. Wow. See, but that's so, perfect. Yeah, hand tools are now old school. It's, it's still 1800s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the uh, pallet chic. I'm waiting for mm-hmm. some like fashion accessories now. <laughs> old school. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's funny. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you remember in like, I think like the 90s when everything was like that, that golden oak. Everything, everything. That is why I hate oak. That single-handedly, why I do not like oak. Exactly. I can't associate red oak with any... Like I love white oak. White oak is beautiful. It's got a great grain, but red oak... Yeah. I just associate Awful. it with that with like golden oak cabinets. Yes. Can't yeah. do yes. it. <laughs> Horrible, ugly paneling. Like but, that was ruined. Like that yeah. our like people within that decade, we will just never have any appreciation no. for golden oak. Uh, but Down but now. in ten years, people are gonna start using it again tastefully. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people are using it now tastefully, but like that'll oh, hit yeah. like, but that'll hit the mainstream is like everyone wants oak cabinets again, but it won't be golden oak, it'll be something more tasteful. No, I wonder when shag carpeting is coming back. Man, who knows? Man, who never knows? for me. Anybody with pets, I don't know how they ever had shag carpeting. That just seems like a recipe for just horror. <laughs> it's, uh, it's no good. Yeah, for sure. All, All right, right, let's close this thing out, Johnny. Yes, yes, we we're running way long. So, uh, so I guess let's talk about what we've been watching, Mike. You're you're the guest, so you got something that you've been. You know, it's kind of similar to what you guys do with what you've been obsessed with, but you know what you've been watching, what's what you've been reading, listening to. It can be any of those things. Yeah. Um. So I I recently, and I'm not trying to like uh, integrate a sponsor into the podcast here, but I had a video sponsored by Audible, and. Uh, I started listening to Audible a couple months because they were interested in sponsoring a video. And it was something I was never interested in. I, had, I hadn't even really listened to podcasts except for the past about year, year and a half now. So it seems like podcasts are like the entryway into maybe audiobooks. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I started listening to, and I've started listening to quite a few audiobooks now. But I listened to Astrophysics, or Astrophysics for People in a Hurry yeah, uh, by Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Um, but it was a really interesting book. 
Um, yeah. It's very just like, this is what science understands. This is what science doesn't understand. Now you're informed. So yeah, if you're, if you're interested in audiobooks, they're cool. Even if you're not interested in audiobooks, I'd say check one out because, I mean, you're listening to a podcast. So yeah, they're maybe, outstanding. They're great, for, they're great because you can listen to basically uh, uh, an audiobook can kind of span your day. Instead yep. of like trying to listen to like multiple podcasts or like being like, man, I've already listened to like five albums today. What else am I going to listen to? <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I found that really cool for the, for the shop. So, and I think that's, if, if you're interested in that at all, check that out. Yeah. No, I would recommend every Stephen King book ever on, really? on Audible because, you know, he, obviously any book he writes for the most part is going to sell well. So mm-hmm. I, I used to have a really long commute, uh, like uh, probably an hour plus each way every day. And so I would go through audio books like it was like just going out of style. It was it was crazy. So um, I would just go on Audible and sort by like the longest books there were. <laughs> and you know it's like number one is like the bible at like 120 hours and i'm like i don't know if i can commit to that and then it's like atlas shrugged and then it's you know basically stephen king books after that so wow. i got totally hooked on stephen king i i hate horror stuff like i am not i i get scared way too easy for horror stuff so like yeah i always wrote off stephen king as this like horror dude but uh he's got is so it more many... suspense than than horror though totally totally yeah. suspense and he has a lot of really like sci-fi kind of supernatural right. stuff too like pretty much all of his books have some sort of weird like supernatural have you ever read uh, mike Crichton before oh yeah he's awesome too right yeah. yeah my dad my dad was a big uh stephen king guy like growing up there was always stephen king books laying around but they were also three inches thick so i wouldn't like <laughs> dare to pick it up like, that's I why like, i loved him because no it's like the most efficient use of my audible credit was like this Straight 45 up. hour long you know stephen king book so yeah you're getting the most for your most minutes for your money there totally yeah the stand <laughs> man that that book that's yeah anytime i think of the stand i think of that like almost mel gibson looking bad guy in the terrible cgi in the movie, <laughs> movie like, you know what i'm talking about yeah yes that that movie was so bad compared to the book <laughs> yeah the, the the movie i'm sure ruined the book for me i haven't read the book but I just can't shake like the I can't shake the villain from my mind. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. James, what are you watching? What's your yes. new thing? I was actually just uh, watching this video by a guy who I really think is going to be like the next Deresta. Um, he's, he's doing some really sweet stuff. Um, it's a, a ZH fabrication. <laughs> um, he, he, only, he doesn't put out videos very often, but when he does, they're playing up video. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I know. Once I really, a year. I really loved it because he put out the, the chair video today. And was, yeah. I really liked the edit on that as well. Like it was it was all around. It was really good. Um, like we had chatted before about like maybe doing voiceover for your videos. Uh, I still think voiceover is cool. But if you don't want to do it, I think the way you did this video is the perfect. Because yeah. it gives you enough information to where for someone like me that doesn't know metal. Now I know what you're using. I know uh, the basic steps you're taking. So yeah, great edit. Thanks. Video. Yeah, I was watching your videos and I'm like, man, but you you're like enthusiastic and interesting. And like when I talk, I feel like I'm droopy. Like nobody I don't even like listening to myself talk. I, I hate like hearing the myself. one time I the one time I talked in a video when we did the collaboration. Yeah. I hated it so much that I sped it up to like two hundred percent so I sounded like Mickey Mouse because I'm like, man, I am boring. Like That's I don't want to listen to myself. See, and I, I don't know. It's just, and I think everyone has like a negative perception of themselves talking. Um, and obviously you kind of podcasting helps, but like 
doing it more and more makes you more comfortable and you get better at speaking. But yeah, I, whenever <laughs> I listen to myself, especially a year or two ago, I was like, dang, is it, is all I do yell and like, just like talk fast. So it's something that I've, I had to work with was I was, anytime I got into a mic, it was like, hello. Hi. Yeah. Okay. We're going to be cutting everything to length now. And it was, it was, it was pretty bad. So it was something I worked on. You know, it was like, I, I still want the energy that I was talking with, but maybe at a, at a more reasonable volume. So, yeah. and at a reasonable speed. So yeah, yeah it's all, it's all, it, everything comes with practice. I think everybody yeah. has to put on a little bit of like a amp up your normal, like even yeah. keel voice for your, you know, moments on camera. Cause I mean, the thing is anybody who does voiceover, especially we're on camera for maybe like two minutes, you know, it's not like right. you have to like walk around all day like that. It's, it's pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of known though for the, the quiet melodic, put yourself to sleep. Oh yes. No, exactly. <laughs> it works perfect. Your no. voice matches your content perfectly. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Zach. Zach, what about you, man? Close us out, man. We're, we're not even going to do Tool of the Week this week because uh, oh, we're man. at like I an hour and 30 minutes long. I'm gonna so. Oh, man. I'm gonna squeeze it in. You're not even going to feel it. Are you reading that book still? <laughs> yeah, no design book. That's what. That's all no, I know. No, I'm still reading that, but I can't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> Banished. It's so good. It's like you guys even got a peek at it when we went to Oklahoma. That's a great book. Um, no, I have. I actually just started listening to the Made for Profit Um Oh yeah, uh, podcast with really good John Malecki and uh, Brad. Yeah, um, yeah. I have not listened. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I just started. I'm like halfway through the first one, and I had to awesome. I had to do it to to do this podcast. I had to leave it, but I was like, I, I'm really intrigued. I'm just trying to figure out. I don't, don't want to get into a long winded conversation, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't put out a ton of content, so I'm trying to figure out how to maximize uh, what you do put out, what I do, what yeah. I do do. Awesome. yeah what you i'm gonna do. check it out yeah yeah I, i've heard it i've heard it around like multiple places like i know they talked about it on wood talk as well so yeah i think they are gonna really blow go up places because i mean they they those two guys they are on the strategy side in in yeah. a way that i think most of us in this space are not i i would say ben is probably an exception to that he is uh yeah. a social media kingpin yeah. um but yeah, I feel like they, anybody who has their own Wikipedia page has made like that's yeah. one of my goals in life is like someday I just want a Wikipedia page. That's, that's it. hilarious. Can I ask a quick question? Sorry, listeners, if we're going longer than normal. Oh, it's fine. Um, they can always stop listening. So don't yeah, it's all, it's all true. free. You can always them, you so. can always turn it off. We got the download stat. No, yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so my question is, John Malecki. I've seen his videos. Um, I found him probably two months ago. I was researching breadboard ends. Um, is John Malecki like? Is he mainly an Instagrammer? Is he a YouTuber? What? Instagram mostly. Like that's his big okay. platform. And that's then what I thought. Yeah, he and he's he, building a YouTube channel. Yeah, he went to Next Up this year, the YouTube Next Up thing, and uh, nice. so he is definitely working on building his channel. I don't know if you've watched his stuff recently. He's been doing more yeah. like daily content, yeah, um, which is obviously you know favors the YouTube algorithm. And I, I think his idea is to do daily like vlog style stuff and then have a project video at the end of that, which I think is an inter- interesting strategy. It kind of fills uh, both niches. It does. It, like for people that are just searching for projects, they can find them. But for people that want to stick around and like watch yeah. daily, they're, yeah. they're there. Yeah. But, the only thing I think that could backfire for that is like, I do not like daily vlog stuff. So 
Like I'm staying yeah. subscribed to him because I'm John's friend, but if I did not yeah. know him, I would probably not be subscribed because I don't want people in my feed every day. Um, exactly. And I don't know if, I don't know if uh, John is listening. Uh, so I'm going to preface it by saying, love the content. Um, I was, I'm going to be building a reclaim table here shortly. So I've been watching a lot of his videos, but, uh, but yeah, I, I can agree. Um, I, I don't love the daily. I don't yeah, know. It's I just, it's like not my thing. No, it's not. But, like it, but my thing is, if it works for somebody, obviously do it. Like, screw me. That screw the naysayer. Like, do what's working for you and what you like. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like honestly, like it, it always comes back to the same issue of like, do what you feel like you should be doing. Like, exactly. do what you want to do. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like with the YouTube, it's like there's so many every week somebody's like, no, the algorithm is long videos. No, it's short. No, it's right. watch time. No, it's how many shares you get. No, it's how many likes. And it's like, nobody knows. Like exactly. just, no. just, just stop beating yourself up over no. trying to please the yeah. YouTube gods and just my, yeah. try and have yeah. fun doing Go, it. My mantra is there's an ass for every seat. So whatever <laughs> you do, there will be people who like that. And if you keep doing it consistently, you will build a following large enough to be able to sustain yourself. And so like, mm-hmm. even though I use fancy tools that are inaccessible to a lot of people, I still have a lot of fun doing it and try to like still present the content in a way that anybody can build this stuff. And you know, my stuff is growing. So, you know, exactly. traditionally, like I think most people would have been like, no man, should use a circular saw and a drill. You'll be oh, a lot yeah. better off. Mm-hmm. And I probably would have been, but I wouldn't have liked that. Like I, but I just, right. I, 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 I remember watching. I remember yeah. I would have hated it before yeah. I started really doing this. I'd watch Jimmy Duresta videos just to understand what was happening. I'm like, Oh, I didn't have anything for tools. I mean, I had like your basic, you know, what your girlfriend has under the kitchen's cabinet. Like that's what I had for tools. (laughs) And I mean, I I was familiar with most of them, but I didn't have a garage. I didn't have any tools. And I just watch his videos and learn and and, and understand how things went together, how things are built. And to me, that's what it's about. It's, it's understanding how to do it, not how to have all the tools in the world. Exactly. And I think that gets around it so much. You know, there's, there's always a way around it. Like I tell people that people, I get one of the most common questions I get asked is, how do I get started in metal fabrication? You have so much tools and stuff to do metal work. Like get a welder and an angle grinder. Yeah, you can seriously. do anything with it. It's yeah, not straight up spend 250 bucks and you're, you're good. So. You can't, you can't do it as efficient as I do them with all of my tools, but you can do it. Exactly. Like, you know, there's, there's, if you have a will, there's, there's a way mm-hmm. But for my tool of the week, the prep and weapon standing block. It's awesome. See, Oh, I'm going to do right. my tool of the week. Yeah. I was going to interrupt, but since I'm here, I, w- I won't be here next week. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be the two-hour show. All right, let's keep it, let's keep it rolling, y'all. Okay, let's go. <laughs> so my tool of the week is, I don't know who makes it. I literally just found it laying around, but it's just a multi-tool. Like, a, uh, like you open it, like, kind of like a Leatherman. Like you mm-hmm. open it up, it's got pliers. It also has screwdrivers and everything. Is it a bike I, tool? Like a bike no, 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 no. tool? It's like a Leatherman you would keep in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's like you open it up. It's got screwdriver, wine bottle or wine corker, bottle opener, pliers in the middle, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'll shoot you a link to the one that is similar to the one I use. But doing all this wiring, it is perfect. I can use it to like cut the wire, strip the wire, use the pliers to bend it into place, then use the screwdriver to screw in the outlet to the receptacle. It's like it's the perfect thing for doing electrical work. Or at least yeah. from for just having one tool to be able to just do everything. So that's my tool of the week. And I had never used one really prior to that. So it's kind of got me contemplating like, ooh, should I have one 
as my everyday carry replace the pocket <laughs> knife with a with a, like a leatherman like a nice multi-tool i don't know speaking of everyday carry you still got my keychain dang right hell yeah heck yeah <laughs> nice well i guess james i see you have a tool of the week let's go ahead and finish this bad boy if we're gonna do uh, it a wooden mallet made from firewood just a, a, a traditional joiner's mallet um it's a fantastic thing for you know, when you really get angry and you can smack on that tenon until it goes into place i remember that video Nice. Can I can I ask you, you a, Can I ask you a yes. question, James, real quick? I'm sorry that like no, I'm can't. making this go long, but it's like I, it's okay. <laughs> you're right, good. Don't even worry about it. Okay, cool. you know what? We got one we, of those things like when you when you've got the guy that knows, you might as well ask him the question mm-hmm. while you can. So I've had the idea, and granted, this could just very well be a thing. I make a lot of things from like two by like from Home Depot, like mm-hmm. Douglas fir. Um, is there any like value in building a softwood mallet so that sure. if I want to hit some pieces like if i'm making a panel and i want to hit a couple of the two by sixes into place i'm not using a piece of walnut or a piece of oak that's going to dent it all up yeah you're not yeah um obviously i have a, a softwood mallet for joinery things that i, I want to put together a little easier okay but yeah i mean it's for a joiner's mallet it's not going to last you as long but oh well you can make another one yeah exactly yeah. and that's what i was thinking okay great yeah. I just didn't want to like make one and then have people calling me an idiot for it. Yeah, whenever I'm whenever I'm doing joinery, the last thing I always use a mallet that is softer than the wood. Than the wood, so you're denting the mallet as opposed to the wood. Exactly. Hmm. Perfect. Okay. Very cool, Johnny. Nice. What's your tool? My tool of the week. I haven't even turned it on yet, but it's uh, right to my left here. You might be able to see the corner of it. It's the uh, Muse Hobby Laser from Full Spectrum. It's like oh, their answer to the Glowforge. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped up on it. I'm I'm very excited to just see how a laser is another kind of, you know, addition to my making kind of, you know, realm. I was about so. to say how does that incorporate? Are you thinking of like how to use laser in big projects or how to do laser projects? Yeah, it's I think a little bit of both. I mean, like the the one thing like I know Ben has done some laser cut leather and that really excites really me. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Evidently it stinks terribly, but it, it looks really cool. Um, but then also like little small merchandise type items for like my Patreon and stuff, like some sweet crafted coasters and, you know, stuff like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I think it's great for making any sort of little merchandise kind of thing. Cause you That's know, really cut smart. like quarter inch plywood. Um, but I don't know. There's, there's so many things like laser cutters have their own like joinery systems that you can implement with all these tabs. Um, like if any of you guys watch William Osmond, I know, I know Zach introduced us to him and we were all huge fans of his and watching him do laser cut stuff is totally, you know, kind of, you know, piqued my interest. And, uh, I think, I think especially like with, huh? You make your own Vin Diesel ham bus. Yeah. My Vin Diesel ham (laughs) and cheese bus. Um, (laughs) I mean, there's just so many cool things. Like, I think especially like in the kids realm, like all kinds of cool toys and, you know, like dinosaur skeletons and all this crazy stuff you can do with, with those types of precision cuts that you couldn't really do. I mean, you could do it on a scroll saw, I guess, but it'd take you all day. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, laser cutter, pretty, pretty stoked on that. I'm, I'm having like a one year anniversary uh, of me starting like going full time party this weekend and we're doing a build off event. Uh, nobody, I guess who is attending knows this yet, but it's just like my family basically. And so I'm giving them each like a one by six by eight and everybody has to build a birdhouse and they have like an hour to build it. And uh, so 
there I'm going to do some like laser cut metals with my face on it. And, uh, you know, that'll, <laughs> that'll just be fun. And it's something I can do. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of cool. That's so, exciting, yeah. man. Yeah. It'll be sweet. So, all right. Well, man, that was uh that was a good one. Let's, yeah. I guess, wrap it up. So you plug whatever you want to plug, obviously, you okay. know, your own stuff, but the podcast I and mean, whatever. Yeah. So I guess I'll start by plugging the podcast since, since we're on a podcast, I'm listening to people I know listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, if you guys are interested in, you know, wood talk, obviously crafted, um, making it, especially, I would say more making it than wood talk, the vein we're in. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, we, we focus on design, focus on, uh, more like YouTube and our lives. We just tend to like have a ver- really loose topic and then just go where it takes us. We try and keep it uh, less structured than I don't know than we did when we started. We started with a lot of structure, and we're kind of slowly letting that just devolve into like what it what it naturally wants to be. So yeah, go listen to the Modern Maker Podcast. We're everywhere. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, that is at Modern Maker Podcast. And then if you're interested in YouTube videos, um, my channel is Modern Builds. And if you wanna if you wanna watch that bathroom remodel we've been talking about, go for it. I'm I'm. I'm looking for some more stats on that. And then uh, if you want to, if you want a video that's just kind of like all encompassing on, on what I tend to do, just go back a couple months, whether it's the, the bed with storage I made or uh, a desk I made, whatever you want. Uh, just find something, find a thumbnail that speaks to you and check it out. Uh, yeah. th- and then, yeah, just uh, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm a, I mean, I've been listening since the first episode, so big that's fan. Awesome. You guys are killing it. Y'all, y'all are, you know, probably top. I mean, top five i don't have a list but y'all are top five you know i listen to you i listen to crafted i listen to wood talk i listen to making it um i listen to us when i edit it and <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah so you guys are you guys are really killing it y'all have a great dynamic so keep it up thanks man i appreciate <laughs> it i appreciate it yeah and thanks to everybody who's been listening uh, also big thanks to our patreon supporters you guys are amazing again our top patreon supporter this week is make build modify uh, we also have a new patron this week richard johnson so if you guys want to go check that out it's patreon.com slash crafted podcast again uh, leave us five star rating on itunes if you enjoy the show that's super super helpful and uh, give us follow on social media i think we're going to try to make our social media a little more active here in the coming months and uh, i think that's a fun way to kind of interact with the audience so yeah it's uh, a really last- cool way sorry uh it's a really no, no, cool go ahead. no the instagram thing is because it was something that totally. we started and it was something yeah, you that you guys are killing it it wasn't something i was against but it was something that i was like eh, i don't know if it's the best idea <laughs> it's the best idea because yeah. it's like a living breathing yeah. show notes to yeah, where people can comment really fast they can see the things we talked about really quick it, it's a cool like reference space plus they can just dms questions and it's all really there really yeah absolutely for sure for sure cool all right well thanks to everybody for listening again we're going to be live streaming on youtube from here on out so we'll have a link to that in the show notes and uh until next week happy building bye everybody (laughs) take care